You are listening to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 110. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 110. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, Supermoms. How are, are you? How is everybody? I was so excited. I was able to see, look at my podcast stats and see that the episode of How to Stop Feeling Crappy was ranked number one in Panama for parenting podcasts. Hello, Panama. How cool is that? Uh, Unless that means that a lot of you are feeling crappy and then that's not so cool. Uh, And then ranked number five in Germany and Cyprus. I just think that's amazing. (laughs) When I decided to start a podcast, that wasn't really what I was picturing, but how cool is that? I do have a client in Germany. If anybody in those countries, we can still talk if sometimes the time zones work and sometimes they don't. But I talked to her her in the evenings. And um, so it's middle of the day for me. So anyways, hello to Panama, Germany, and Cyprus. Nice to hear from you. Today, we are talking about guilt. And I'm actually recording this podcast from my car in the parking lot outside my daughter's volleyball game. (laughs) And there's some weird sounds here. I was trying to figure out these strange sounds. And what I've realized is that there's a lot of electric cars in the parking lot. And when they back up, they make a really weird sound, like a whistling sort of sound. So that combined with some strangely active and noisy pigeons (laughs) is creating a very odd background music for my podcast here today. Soon we'll probably hear cheering from the gym and the volleyball game. But let's talk about today's topic, which is guilt. Today's question comes from Kelly, and she writes, I'm sick of feeling guilty all the time. When I'm at work, I feel guilty for not being at home. When I'm at home, I feel guilty for not working. My four-year-old has started crying and clinging to my leg when I try to leave, and it's breaking my heart. I'm exhausted and secretly dream about taking a weekend to myself like you described in episode 72, I need a break from mothering. I'm sure life coaching would help me become a better mother, but I feel guilty spending time and money on myself. How do I stop feeling guilty? Okay, Kelly, thank you so much for an excellent question. So I'll start with my kind of parent educator answer. We're just going to kind of talk about guilt. What is it? So guilt is an emotion whose purpose is to motivate us to right wrongs. You say something mean to your husband. You feel guilty. You apologize. You ask him for forgiveness. The emotion of guilt is so uncomfortable that you curb your behavior in order to avoid it. You don't say those mean words anymore and your relationship stabilizes. The problem with guilt is that an unmanaged mind will often turn it into shame 
Guilt says, I did something wrong. Shame says, I am wrong. There's something wrong with me. I am broken. So shame is an emotion whose purpose is also to motivate us. It comes from erroneous beliefs about feeling inadequate, unworthy, unlovable, or not enough. If we think, I'm not a good mom, we may try harder to be present and patient with our kids. But most of us do not change our belief to, I am such a good mom, after an hour of patient, present parenting. We just dress up the shame in a different outfit. So if you think the thought, I'm not a good mom, you spend an hour playing with your kids. Instead of saying, oh, I'm a good mom, instead we just switch to, I'm not being a good employee, or I'm not working hard enough, or I'm not a good enough housekeeper, I'm not a good enough wife, or friend, or cook, or daughter-in-law, or money manager, whatever we find things to feel guilty about. So it sounds like what Kelly is dealing with is this insidious inadequacy where no matter how much time she spends at work or at home with her daughter, she never gets to hear the wonderful words, you are enough. So before letting go of guilt, we've got to ask ourselves, is this guilt productive? Is it here for a reason? Meaning, is there any immediate action step I can take to remedy this situation? Can I apologize for something? Can I ask for forgiveness? Sometimes that's forgiving ourselves. You know, like maybe Kelly needs to forgive herself for not being the 40 hour a week working mom juggling both like this. She thought she would be able to do it. And maybe she's, it's too much for her and she can just forgive herself for having higher expectations than she really wants. You know, maybe she could adjust her work hours and say, I'm going to switch from 40 to 30 hours per week. You know, what is there? Is there an immediate action step that she could take so that she feels better? Because maybe she, in the job interview, she sold her boss on herself in a way that she's not living up to. And so maybe she needs to readjust the expectations that the boss has for her. So before you let go of guilt, you want to make sure it's unproductive. If there's any productive guilt there, any action stuff to take, do that first. If not, if there's no immediate action step to take, then we want to work on letting it go. So our brains need to be reminded that most guilt is unnecessary and unhelpful. Guilt that does not lead to an apology or productive action is a waste of emotional energy. Somehow, we big-hearted people got the idea that feeling guilty means that we care. It is true that highly empathic people tend to have more guilt, but holding on to guilt does not make us better people. Guilt is there to right wrongs, period, end of sentence. To draw our attention to ways that we may have hurt someone so that we can preserve our relationships. That's all. If your relationships feel stable and healthy and are preserved, then your guilt is not serving anybody. I believe that guilt takes away from our ability to be excellent parents. 
Guilt disrupts our sleep, it drains our energy, and it takes us away from enjoying the present moment because you're so focused on past mistakes or fearing the future. So here are, I'm going to call these five golden stars of parenting, okay? These are the five golden stars that help kids thrive and they help moms feel good about their parenting. So moms that do these five golden stars rarely feel guilty about their parenting. Number one, being emotionally present with your children. So this is where your mind and your body are in the same place at the same time. So you're not playing a game with your kids while thinking, oh, I really should be getting dinner started or I really need to answer that email. You're not at work thinking I really should be at home. Your brain and your body are in the same place at the same time. Number two, providing comfort, stability, and reassurance. This is that the kids need predictability. They need to be able to count on you. So when you come home from work at the same time every day, that is a beautiful gift that you are giving your children. Comfort, stability, reassurance. Number three, being attuned to your child's feelings. This attunement, this is the magic that comes from parenting. And sometimes you need to spend a lot of time with your kids in order to be attuned. And sometimes you don't have to spend a lot of time with your kids to be attuned. It depends on the age and stage of your kids. It depends on how connected you are. So attunement, very important. Number four, do your eyes light up when your child walks in the room? Do you express delight when you see them? A beautiful gift. Number five, supporting your child's goals, dreams, and ambitions. Whatever interests they have, you're going to be on board and help support them. So this is what I'm calling the five golden stars of parenting, being emotionally present, providing comfort, stability, reassurance, reliability, all those good words, Uh, being attuned to your child's feelings, having your eyes light up when she walks in the room, and supporting your child's goals, dreams, and ambitions. Do you know how hard it is to do these five things when you are feeling guilty? It is impossible. Because of guilt, your brain's in the past, it's worried about the future, you're not feeling good enough in the moment, which makes you focused on your own emotions, not attuned to your child's emotions. You can't comfort them when you can't even comfort yourself. Your eyes do not light up when you feel guilty. There's no delight there. It's also extremely hard to do these five golden stars when you are exhausted from being at home with your child all day. It's not like stay-home moms have this capacity to meet these five wonderful things all day, every day. Now, there are exceptions to that. There are a few people who were just put on this planet to be stay-home moms where they feel fully alive. They thrive in that environment. They are just... Uh, feel so relaxed and comfortable, but they are very few. So I want you to think about the longest you've ever been away from your child. Remember how you acted when you finally got to reunite with them. My guess is you were present. 
You blocked everything else out and you gave full attention to your child. You were probably attuned to their emotions, offering comfort and support when needed. I am sure that your eyes lit up with delight when you finally got to be with your child again. So stop listening to the cultural voices saying a good mom should stay with her kid all day, every day. No matter how hard it is, I will, there was one mom, and she's like, I will die on the sword before I will spend an hour away from my children. Like, she really bought into this cultural idea that I'm supposed to be with them all the time. Also, I'd like you to stop listening to the cultural voices that are a little sneakier, that say things like, oh, it's a shame you have to go back to work. You must miss your child. Um, no, not necessarily. It's okay to not miss your child. So instead of having some arbitrary rule about how much time I should be with my children, make the five golden stars your goal. Make that your intention. Ask yourself, what do I need in order to achieve these five golden stars? Everyone's answer will be different. Kelly might figure out that what she needs most is rest, sleep, or just permission to take a break. Maybe she needs life coaching or therapy to teach her how to stop putting so much pressure on herself. That's really hard to do on your own. Maybe she needs a wonderful babysitter or a nanny to help her feel confident that her daughter's in good hands. Maybe she just needs to go for a run or take a yoga class before transitioning to her second job as mom. So instead of creating a one-size-fits-all formula for how to be a good mom and judging other moms when they make different choices, let's recognize that we all have different paths to achieve the same goal, peaceful and present parenting that brings out the best in us and in our kids. Today's life coaching answer, what gets in the way from taking the necessary steps towards peaceful and present parenting. Guilt over letting go of guilt. I just had a free discovery call with a mom who's been listening to me teach these parenting classes for 20 years. Before I started my podcast, I had a blog. Before I started my blog, I was doing a lot of public speaking. So she saw me 20 years ago. She's been listening to me the whole time. And she finally scheduled a free call with me. She discovered how life coaching could help her, but she felt overwhelmed with the idea of spending time and money on her own personal growth, just like Kelly said in the question. She felt guilty about letting go of guilt. This is where that cultural programming of like a good person would feel guilty about leaving their children or so that we've just bought into something that's a little misguided. So what gets in our way from letting go of guilt is our desire to feel good first before taking new action. We think, I'll just try harder, work more, suck it up. Like she probably got off the discovery call with me and thought, I can't, I can't do that. I feel too guilty spending time and money on myself. That doesn't feel right to me. And so she probably said something like, well, I'll just do it myself. I'll figure this out on my own. Or I'll just wait. I'll uh, maybe, you know, someday. (laughs) And what we're saying when we get into that mindset is we're saying, 
I need to feel good first before taking the action that's going to help me feel good. We try to take action without changing the beliefs that got us stuck in the situation in the first place. This can work, but it's a lot harder and the changes rarely stick. So it's kind of like if you can just start running every day and maybe the actions, the physical actions that you're taking will will help you change your beliefs inside your head. Like, hey, I guess I'm a runner now and um, running doesn't hurt and I don't hate it, okay? Rarely does it work and it's a lot harder to achieve. It's easier to get into the mindset first and the belief of like, I am a runner. Look, I just took three jogging steps. I am now officially a runner. And hey, that didn't hurt. I am a runner. And when I run, it doesn't hurt. And I'm a runner and it feels good to run. I actually like running. And then it fuels the action of going for a run. Okay. So this is what people try to do is they try to keep the old mindset, the old way of thinking, but then take different actions. And it might work for a couple of days, but it rarely sticks and it's a lot harder to do it. So what I was letting her know is that she's going to have to take uncomfortable action. She's going to have to Take some sort of action step that feels uncomfortable to her, that feels awkward, wrong, weird, because that's going to fuel some positive momentum. So life coaching works on changing the belief system that drives the behavior. This makes change much easier and long lasting, but she's got to commit to life coaching, or she's got, which is going to feel uncomfortable, weird, and wrong. Do you see what I'm saying? So it might seem like Kelly having to leave her four-year-old clinging and crying to her leg is the cause of her guilt. I have to leave my daughter and she's upset. But the real culprit isn't that she has to leave. It's what Kelly is making it mean about her. So I don't know what the thought is that Kelly has around leaving her daughter, but I'm going to guess it's something like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. Something that causes her to feel guilty, obviously. When you think and believe the thought, I'm not doing enough, it feels true. So we don't think to question it. We look at our unending to-do list, Pinterest and Instagram, and all the things we forgot, all the balls we dropped, Suddenly, we have tons of evidence to prove it true. I'm not doing enough. And what you focus on expands. So when we focus on all the things left undone, all the ways we're not measuring up, it feels monumental. We feel small and inadequate because we're thinking about all the things we haven't done. Which then the last thing that feels appropriate is to spend time and money on yourself indulging in something that you want, like a weekend getaway. She was talking about a little um, taking a break from mothering or hiring a life coach or anything that it does. It feels like the opposite because you're believing the thought, I'm not doing enough. 
So that's where I'm trying to say is like, you're going to need to take action from an uncomfortable place. So, okay, everybody think about this. Think about an area that you feel guilty for not measuring up. Maybe you go on social media. It is very common to go on social media and think, eh, I could do better. I could be prettier. I could be fitter. I could be more creative, more ambitious. I could be a better mom, a better housekeeper, a better saver, a better employee, whatever. Pick one area of inadequacy and hold it as we start to question the belief, I'm not doing enough. Are you absolutely sure this thought is true? I'm not doing it. If there was another working mom who felt guilty about being away from her child all day, would you tell her she isn't doing enough? Why or why not? If your daughter grows up and becomes a working mom, will you tell her she's not doing enough? Who determines how much is enough? If you work 13 hours a day, is that enough? I mean, the U.S. government decided that eight hours a day was enough. After that, you need to clock out or get overtime. How, how about for you? How much is enough for you? How will you know when you've reached this magical state of enoughness? How many hours of self-sacrifice does it take to make you a good person? What is the thought, I'm not doing enough, costing you? What's the downside? Can you imagine who you would be without this thought? Is it possible that you've always been enough and you just didn't know it? Did you just pick up what advertisers were trying to sell you, but none of it was ever true? That you're not good enough now, but if you drink this soda and wear this makeup, then that's going to make you fulfilled and happy? Why would you want to believe you aren't doing enough? How would it feel to truly believe you're enough? What does enoughness feel like as an emotion in the body? If you want to be the mom who meets these five golden stars, you've got to surrender to a process of undoing guilt. It's mandatory. (laughs) If you want to be the mom, who is emotionally present when you're with your children, provides comfort, stability, and reassurance, is attuned to your child's feelings, whose eyes light up when your kid walks in the room, and supports your child's goals, dreams, and ambitions. If you want to be that mom, you've got to commit to a process of letting go of guilt. I can give you all my tips and tricks as I'm trying to here today with like questions to ask, how to question a belief. But these beliefs are so subconscious that it's nearly impossible to coach yourself on them. The only way I know how to let go of guilt is with another qualified person, whether that is with a therapist, a life coach, a priest, an EFT practitioner, or a friend who knows how to say the right things at the right time. Having a compassionate witness to your guilt is the most important requirement in letting it go. Today's Supermom Kryptonite is beating yourself up for beating yourself up. (laughs) So here's what happens. Supermoms, they come into life coaching. They are astounded by how much better they can feel in such a short period of time. 
They get excited about their new tools and the power they have to make changes. They start writing in their journals every day. They start meditating. They're going to exercise classes, whatever. They're doing all the things that make them feel good. They feel so free. They're implementing new habits. They are feeling good. Inevitably, these mamas that are prone to guilt and not enoughness find new ways to beat themselves up. They start feeling guilty for feeling guilty. They berate themselves for berating themselves. The same old inadequacies, that habit of thinking, I'm not doing enough, I'm not good. If I was a good client, I would be coaching myself every day. If I was a good client, I wouldn't be feeling guilty. If I was doing coaching right, I wouldn't be beating myself up. So it's become a very predictable second step for people when they find life coaching and they start feeling better and then they do the same old habit of beating themselves up. That's actually why I have my Super Mom is Getting Tired coaching program is 12 weeks long because I like there to be enough time for this to happen so that we can recognize this insidious little beast when it shows up because it can dress up in different outfits. And you think, hey, I don't feel guilty for leaving my children anymore. But now I feel guilty for, you know, I don't not um, playing the piano as much as I want. We just find more things. So we just got to keep our tabs on it, keep our eye on it, because that guilt will rob you of joy every single time. Today's Supermom Power Boost is to make a commitment to build momentum. I loved this Supermom who came to a discovery call after listening to me for 20 years. She was so genuine and so self-aware and devoted to her children. She said, I would spend this money on my children in a heartbeat, but for me, I just can't. It was too big of a leap for her. I do hope she doesn't wait another 20 years before calling me back. But before I let her get off the phone, I asked her to make a commitment. Scheduling her free call felt scary to her, but she did it anyway. I didn't want her to retreat back into her comfort zone of safety and guilt. (laughs) I wanted her to stay scared and feel vulnerable by remaining outside her comfort zone so that she gets used to it. So that her discomfort zone becomes her comfort zone. I asked her to make a commitment towards some kind of forward momentum. Making a commitment is an energy boost. It's scary. I totally get it. But we do it and it feels uncomfortable. But it closes this loop. If you say, let's just use like life coaching, for example, if you say, oh, it sounds great. I'm going to think about it. That thinking about it keeps the loop open. Like, well, I don't know if I have the money. Let me just look at my calendar. I'm not sure if it's the right thing at the right time. Then your brain kind of keeps spinning around in circles on it. But when you make a commitment, it closes that gap, which gives you a boost of energy. Signing up for life coaching is obviously a big step in a positive direction. You're surrendering to a process and trusting it will work. There are other ways to build forward momentum, get unstuck, 
and prove to yourself that positive changes are happening. You've just got to feel a little bit uncomfortable in order to do it. So here are some suggestions of commitments that you can make. I recommend doing it out loud so that other people can hold you accountable. Because otherwise, then you're just going to feel guilty again for when you don't meet your commitment. So make it doable, but make it a commitment. Number one, announce to your family that you want life coaching as a Christmas present. Saying it out loud, telling people this is what you want. And whether you get it or not, it's just like that idea of saying like, this is this is what I want. This is my aim. This is my intention. This is my goal. I'm, I want to spend this money on myself. Uh, number two, put down a deposit or prepay for a momcation, a weekend away. Put it on the calendar. Number three, pick a date on the calendar for a, I call it a do nothing day. It's really a do whatever I feel like doing day. It's this idea, you pick a date on the calendar, you have no other obligations. Your only goal is nothing. (laughs) So you cannot mess it up. You can't do it wrong because your goal is to accomplish nothing. It's not that you have to do nothing. You just, no accomplishes nothing. It can't be anything noble or worthwhile. So the idea is you get in your car and you say, what do I feel like doing right now? And you listen to yourself. So maybe you feel like looking at a beautiful view. You go find someplace that's pretty. You know, maybe you pick up some lunch and you eat it in your car, have a picnic, go for a walk, listen to an audiobook, whatever. You just pay attention to what do I feel like doing? What do I want to do today? What am I in the mood for? Okay. So a do nothing day is number three. Number four. Well, you could right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you think, okay, I am totally stuck in guilt and I need to do something to get me out of it. Tori says, I can't really do it on my own. I need somebody else. I need a compassionate witness and I've got to take some sort of uncomfortable action step. Maybe scheduling a free discovery call is that action step for you. It's low risk, it's low cost talk on Zoom or on the phone and you go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash work with me. You put it on your calendar and you commit and that's it. Then you can let go and enjoy the rest of your day knowing that you're making positive forward momentum. Uh, Idea number five on a commitment you could make is to sign up for a class This is a class for you, not for your children. (laughs) This might be an art class, a meditation class, an exercise class, a life coaching class, whatever helps you move closer to being the mom you want to be. So pay attention to the things that bring you closer to these five golden stars, being emotionally present, providing comfort, stability, reliability, being attuned to your child's feelings, expressing delight when your kid walks in the room, and supporting your child's goals, dreams, and ambitions. Today's quote of the day, guilt can either hold you back from growing or it can show you what you need to shift in your life. 
I liked this quote because it was that reminder that guilt holds you back from growing. It's the guilt that keeps you from taking those positive action steps. So the only way to undo it is to take a step while feeling uncomfortable, but knowing intellectually it's the right step in the right direction for you. All right, mamas, I hope I get to talk with some of you or see a free discovery call, maybe see you on Zoom, even if you're in another country. It would be delightful. I will love you and leave you. You guys take care. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.